As I read this gospel over and over, I became aware of a central theme that certainly applies to my life and I suspect to everyone's life sooner or later. Divine compassion is never found outside the chaos we find ourselves in, be it the consequences of our poor choices or enduring the consequences of the choices others have made. Rather, the divine compassion is always to be found in the midst of the chaos we're in, if we are willing to perceive it. Jesus had just come by boat from Gentile territory, where he had expelled demons from a garrisoned man. He was now in Jewish territory. And no sooner did he get off the boat, his popularity drew a large crowd around him, pressing upon him. And you can imagine all kinds of noise, people screaming at him for not being Jewish enough and upsetting the status quo, people shouting his praises, people yelling at the top of their voices, seeking his attention for one thing or another, folks fighting with each other. It was most likely utter mayhem. We know it was bad because the gospel tells us he stayed close to the sea, possibly as a means of escape. And then Jairus, a synagogue official, approached, fell at Jesus' feet, a gesture of humility, and begged Jesus to help his daughter. This, by the way, would have earned Jairus not too few enemies, especially those who already hated Jesus. And keep in mind, the last time Jesus went to a synagogue, it, wasn't, it did not end very nicely. As recorded in Mark chapter 3, verse 6, he cured a man on the Sabbath, and the Pharisees and the Herodians, who never associated with each other, plotted together how to destroy Jesus. Jesus accompanied Jairus, and again, a great crowd followed. The Greek word for crowd that is used is oklos, which also carries the sinister sense of a mob, a, volatile, a very volatile gathering of people that could easily become violent without a minute's warning. The atmosphere was tense. Here was the divine compassion in human flesh in the midst of all this chaos. Here was the light of the world in the midst of the world's deep darkness. While walking with Jairus, a woman who had been ill for a long time, who found no relief from her many doctors, approached Jesus secretly. She simply knew, she trusted, that if she just touched Jesus' clothing, she would be healed. But there was a problem. One of her symptoms was what the gospel calls a flow of blood which under Jewish law rendered her ritually impure and anyone or anything she touched as be ritually impure except stone. She worked her way through the crowd. Obviously, she had to be touching people. She reached Jesus, and she touched his clothing, and she sensed that her body was healed but Jesus also sensed that power, in Greek, dynamin, went out of him. Dynamin also means energy, majesty, might, authority. Jesus has always shared 
The full divinity of the Father in power, majesty, might, energy, and authority. And here he experienced it flowing out of him. And he asked who touched him. Not to see who it was. He already knew. He asked so that the woman who did so would learn something new about the mercy of God. The woman came forward, afraid and trembling. And we are told, told him the whole truth. That is precisely what Jesus wants every one of us to do. Tell him the whole truth about our condition, whatever it may be, however horrible it may sound, however embarrassing it may be, not because he doesn't already know about it, so that we can experience his loving concern for us, have confident trust in his compassion, and realize there is no aspect of our fallen nature that can render him impure or stop him from loving us. With all the chaos whirling around from the crowd, how many ever saw, ever understood what really happened? How many do today? Jairus is told that his daughter is dead. What could be more devastating news for a parent? Jesus asked the impossible of this man, do not be afraid, just have faith. When parents are told their child is dead, it's not just the horror of the child's death that stings, but the chaos of so much loss, the chaos of a horrible void that death creates, the loss of so many milestones, that first kiss, graduations, birthdays, a wedding, grandchildren. As Jesus approached the house, the chaos of the rituals of death were in full swing, Mourners wailing loudly. Jesus dismissed them all, insisting the child was not dead but asleep, and the chaos ridiculed him. Jesus approached the corpse of the 12-year-old girl, took her by the hand, and said two words in Aramaic, Talitha, koum, little girl, arise. And suddenly, soul and body were reunited. Life overpowered death. Peace vanquished chaos. And to prove that life was restored, that chaos of death had been brushed aside, that the parents are miraculously parents again and not mourners, Jesus said they should give their child what? Something to eat. We all know from experience that our lives can suddenly be enveloped by chaos. No matter what its origin, the divine compassion is there, not on the periphery, but at the core of the chaos. But which voice do we choose to hear? That of the chaos that seeks only to draw us deeper into darkness eternally, if it can, or that of divine compassion, the 
that desires to journey with us into his light and peace. Which voice do we choose to hear? <laughs>